0: Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm your coach, Letitia Ringe. And today we are talking about conscious coupling and opening a new relationship with powerful intention. We are talking about romantic relationships here and we are also speaking about the next phase of the conscious relationship cycle. So this phase comes after you've consciously dated and now you're deciding that you want to officially be in a committed romantic relationship with another person. How you start the relationship matters, and it's an opportunity to practice conscious relationship principles like conscious communication, radical honesty, radical vulnerability, moving with intention, etc., right from the beginning. This matters because the way you start is going to set the tone for the relationship you create. And the sooner you provide consciousness to what you're creating, the sooner you will start consciously creating with your partner and you'll have more power and control over what you're actually creating together rather than leaving it up to flow Which could go in a positive direction or it might go somewhere that you never wanted and then it's years later and you realize, wow, I actually never wanted all of this, but that's what we created because we didn't set powerful intentions and create with consciousness right from the beginning. Now, as you hear me speak about this, you're probably thinking, well, this is how most people open up a relationship and you're right. But like I like to keep pointing out, if we look to the standard relationships we have around us, most and many people are unfulfilled in their romantic relationships this is very, very sad news because we can create so much more together. We can have thriving relationships. And if you want me to remind you of what a conscious relationship can create for you, the byproduct of more love and awareness through the process of a conscious relationship means that you create Deeper intimacy. I'm talking about spiritual intimacy, emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, sexual intimacy, being truly seen and witnessed by another, meaningful connection, sexual fulfillment, life fulfillment, self development, evolution, purpose, growth, collaboration and co creation and conscious manifestation, deep love, safety and protection, polarity. I like to call this the greatest love. You can have the greatest love of all and you do it by creating it. And so, of course, the way we start a relationship then becomes a really powerful portal almost that we can walk into with our other person in the relationship. Together, we can combine forces, come up with a shared vision, create from a place of intention, and step into that together. Take inspired Conscious action together that has those intentions guiding you. So this might feel kind of scary at this stage in the relationship because you're in a new relationship together. Some of you may not have had the conversation yet with the with your partner to decide that you want to commit to each other. And typically we see that as The only thing that really marks the beginning of a relationship, like have you had the conversation to say that you're exclusive or that you're committing to each other or that you're boyfriend and girlfriend or that you're partners, and then that's the marker of the start of a relationship. I think that this is very inadequate, and that is also part of the reason why we end up so unfulfilled in our relationships. So what I'm going to share with you today is going to allow you to bring consciousness to this phase of the relationship, to start powerfully together from a place of love and awareness, which is what consciousness is all about. And it will allow both of you to step powerfully feeling supported into a container together because that is essentially what the relationship is. You are creating a container together for both of your uh, spiritual growth and personal growth and self-development. And together you have this boundary that holds you in that. You're able to relax into that, open into that, go deeper into that and practice things that you can't practice just on your own. Of course, we can do it to a certain extent and it's also very necessary to do these practices with yourself so that you can access the depth that's possible within a relationship with another. However, we can only go so far with ourselves. So the combination of taking these practices deeply within yourself and then deeply within the container of a romantic relationship will take you to places that you simply cannot go alone. We're not to live in this world alone. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be in a romantic relationship together, but it does mean that we can create so much more within relationships generally than simply what we can create alone. And it's beautiful to be able to experience this within conscious relationships and partnerships because you will realize, wow, I've never experienced this before. And even if you have an amazing conscious relationship with yourself, you will experience experience more in a relationship with another. So today I'm going to take you through first of all the mindset that's really needed to approach this phase of the relationship consciously, and then I'm going to take you through five steps in order to move with powerful intention and open up the relationship consciously. This will allow both of you to relax into the container that you're creating. It will allow both of you to feel secure, to feel clear, to feel excited, to feel open to the love that's possible versus feeling scared or anxious, unsure, or closed you will know what you're committing to. You will not go with the flow. You will powerfully co-create together and then go with the flow as to how you create that together. You will address any fears that you have about entering into a relationship together. Sometimes the fears just simply need to be expressed and witnessed and then they go away. (laughs) So some of you might be avoiding opening up to A relationship because you don't feel like you can voice your fears. You're afraid of voicing the fears, and so you hold back from committing to the relationship. What you'll learn is also going to have you powerfully commit to the relationship rather than having one foot in and one foot out. And before you think that this isn't relevant for you because you've been in your relationship for a while or you're not in a relationship yet, let me tell you otherwise this episode will give you tips and tools that you can use to start practicing now within the relationship that you're currently in or within the relationship with yourself. Because like I said before, all the conscious relationship principles and practices I'm teaching need to be first done with ourself and then done also with a partner if that is what you choose to do. So let's first talk about the mindset shift that's needed. I teased it earlier and the unconscious way to approach a relationship at the beginning and all the way through it is to say, let's just go with the flow. That's a really important one, particularly with the people that I tend to attract into this community who are amazing conscious humans, many people who are on the personal development path and they have been for a while, and many who are working and leading within the personal development industry, who have conscious businesses, who are coaches, healers, space holders. Going with the flow is something that we tend to crave more of. We want more of that in life instead of controlling. And we know a A lot of our power comes in trusting, allowing and surrendering. I understand I am a teacher of feminine energy primarily, and I also teach on masculine energy because they both work with each other and support each other. And most of us are not working within both of these energies in a healthy way. And instead, we're using them and then therefore judging them from an unhealthy way. So going with the flow is a true desire that so many of us have. However, going with the flow is about having a powerful intention so that you know what you're focusing on, what you're consciously creating, and then you let go and allow yourself to be guided by the flow of what shows up in your life. You take courageous action when you receive the inspiration, the inclination or the guidance to take a particular step. You let go of needing the whole plan to take you to where you want to go. That's where we go with the flow, but we will not feel safe to go with the flow, nor should we, nor is it beneficial when we do not have a strong container. A container is created through intention, through a shared vision, through values, something that gives it structure, the feminine needs the masculine. And I'm not talking about gender. I'm talking about energy that we all have within us. So in order to let go and go with the flow, you need to know why you're doing that, what you're moving towards, what you're focused on creating. You need to be able to make decisions in the moment when something, an opportunity or a, an action is presented to you and you need to be able to assess, is this something that's going to support me within the direction I'm going? Is it a priority in my life even because every day we have an abundance of opportunities coming our way so if you can anchor into the three voices within you your body mind and your intuition and you're getting the green light to go ahead then you know that this is the action to take at this moment right now and then you trust and allow the next step to be revealed and the next step and the next step and the next step so let's go with the flow seems like a great idea (laughs) but it's like playing Russian roulette. You're either going to create something amazing or you're not. And so many people are unsatisfied with what they've created in their relationship life. And they've got really entrenched habits by the time they realize it, that it becomes really hard to untangle them and to improve your romantic relationship. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it becomes harder because you both become each other's environment and you're reinforcing and enabling bad, habits that then become harder to change. So what you want to do is from wherever you are right now, you want to start implementing what I'm teaching in this episode so that you can create powerfully with intention and with consciousness and then feel safe to let go and go with the flow. Another important mindset shift to make is you might be thinking something like they will take over my life or something to that effect. So there could be a fear here as you're thinking about stepping into a conscious romantic relationship and committing to the person. You might have fears come up. You might think that your freedom will be taken away, that your independence, that your time might be taken away. And this thought is something that is going to lead you to taking action. Action, most likely that avoids the commitment altogether. It's not a useful thought to think. Instead, it's a useful fear to address and be aware of. I am be I am just communicating that I have a fear coming up that. This relationship will take over my life or that you will take over my life. I'm thinking that you're going to take over my life or that this relationship will take over my life. And I just want to express that this is a fear of mine. Just because you express something doesn't mean it's true. (laughs) We all give so much power to what we say to each other when often it's just simply something that needs to be addressed. It might be coming from your mind. It might be coming from your body and it just needs to be expressed. It doesn't mean it's who you are or what you even desire. And often once you express it from a place of not projecting that onto your partner, but simply expressing it in order to be witnessed and seen, you create space for the deeper truth to arrive. And I know that what you want here is actually connection and love. It's not disconnection and fear and closing yourself up to the greatest love that you could have. It's truly protecting yourself from what might happen. And so moving with powerful intention is going to be the solution to that because you will know what you're moving to and that your partner agrees to that as well. So notice what you're thinking in relation to any fears. And then you might also be thinking, let's just get it done. Like, let's just get them to commit to this relationship. I don't want to express too much more because then they might say no. I know that this seems like a good idea in the moment because you just want them to commit to you and you think everything will be great once they commit to you. But I promise the opposite is true. You really want to go deeply into truly understanding each other and what each of you desires in a relationship, what you want, what you need, what the boundaries are that you have and any fears that you have. And you want to give each other space to talk these through so that you both know what you're committing to and what you can and can't meet. And you have clear expectations at the beginning of the relationship. Can you just see through me speaking to this, how this alone is incredibly transformative and innovative and really revolutionary? Most people are not doing this at the beginning of their relationship. It's kind of like how when when in in our world when we talk about birth we just focus on giving birth and most women will read about giving birth and prepare for the birth but then we don't focus on what happens after it when a woman's going through postpartum and healing or learning how to look after this little human that's now there that we need to look after we don't spend half as much time learning about that it's the same with this we need to think about the start not just the dating experience that we tend to focus a lot of attention on we need to talk about how we stay start the relationship because this will set you up for success. Remembering that success doesn't mean that you're in the relationship together forever. Success means you're in the relationship for as long as the relationship needs to be for both of you to experience what that relationship is there to teach you. So you can both let go of any fear that you're going to be in the relationship forever and then you're going to miss whatever path is right for you because ultimately conscious relationship is about being in the relationship for the time, completely committed to the intention of the relationship, to what it's there to give both of you. And that is something that will be revealed in time. You simply can't control it. Life will happen, there will be things that happen. You know, you've got to be open to the fact that you can't control how long you're in a relationship for, but you can fully commit to it. And that's where all your power is. Now, when you think thoughts like, let's go with the flow, this relationship might take over my life, or let's just get it done, you're going to create feelings of fear. You're going to create feelings of unsafety, of being rushed, of being unconscious, of urgency and closing your energy off to the person, even closing your love off to the person, closing your awareness off to the situation, right? And then this leads you to not creating safety, to not creating intimacy, to repeating past patterns because you haven't brought awareness to the patterns that you have, which will inevitably come up. You don't practice conscious communication. In fact, you don't even know where the other person stands and they don't know where you stand either, You judge your own needs and your desires, probably in a negative light. You ignore your needs altogether. You create bad habits together. And so you set yourself up for problems in the future. You open up from a place of unconsciousness and disconnection, and you don't fully commit to the conscious relationship you desire. By behaving in this way, you literally have one foot out, and then you'll wonder why your partner has one foot out as well is because they don't know what they're committing to. You're leaving it all up to chance versus consciously creating, versus consciously manifesting, versus collaborating and creating something incredible together. So the conscious mindset to approach the opening of a relationship with might look like this. Let's take the time to slow down and truly understand each other and what we want to create here. Let's talk about it now so that we know exactly what we're entering into. Notice that these thoughts allow you to create feelings of safety and security. They create clarity. They create openness they create connection they create consciousness they create awareness they create feelings of love it's you both honoring each other enough to respectfully listen to each other and see each other and to give to give enough awareness and attention to the relationship itself to be able to slow down and actually think with purpose about what you're creating here that is from love you don't do that from fear or disconnection you do that from a place of love and connection When you tell yourself stories like this, it allows you to have conscious conversations to really truly get to know each other, to set intentions together, to create a shared vision together, to understand what you can expect from each other and where boundaries are needed, to practice conscious relationship principles. And this guarantees that you create a conscious relationship together and that you set yourself up for the relationship you truly want to experience experience. It's much better to understand if someone doesn't want to create the relationship that you want now rather than simply not having the conversation because you're afraid of that and then ultimately years later recognizing and admitting to yourself that actually this was the wrong partnership. And you'll both learn so much through having these conversations. So now I'm going to take you through the five steps that I've come up with to make it really simple and easy for you to approach this phase of the relationship with that mindset that I just spoke about, uh, also supporting you to take these five conscious steps to open the relationship up with powerful intentions. Step number one is connect with yourself first to understand what your intentions and needs are within the relationship. You might ask yourself, what are the top three things that I most desire and need from a relationship? What are my expectations From The relationship and then write them down. Now, in order to connect with yourself, you need to go within. This is not something to ask your friends or family. It is an answer to get from within yourself. I recommend that you go to your inner voice, your intuition, your deepest wisdom to access this answer. You can also go to your body and your mind and hear what they have to say on the topic. It's really useful to always tap into the three voices that are within you, your intuition, your body and your mind. Now, the ones that you choose may not come from the body or the mind, which might be answering from a place of uh, trauma or the pain body, emotional wounds and fear, but it will give you insights as to what you need. And, you know we are actually, it's inevitable that you will go into a relationship and have your childhood wounds triggered. This is what happens for all of us. It's normal. It's not something to be afraid of or to see as a problem. It's something to be aware of so you can take responsibility when a childhood wound is being triggered. And so if at the start of the relationship, you're aware of what those wounds are and you know what you need in order to meet them and and create safety, that might be something that you say that you need within the relationship. I know that I have this wound and I know that as a result, this is something that I need. And so you can communicate that at the the start of the relationship, but you can only do that if you understand it for yourself. Now, just a disclaimer here, I'm not saying that you need to go away and get perfectly healed and figure all of this stuff out if you don't already know it. I'm not saying that at all. That doesn't mean that you can't enter into the relationship. It might mean that it's something that you decide to uh, bring awareness to and to pay attention to and learn about within the relationship. But if you have that information already and you know that there are certain needs that you have as a result, then that's something you can use this opportunity and conversation. With your partner to express and have them understand. So that's the first step, connecting with yourself to understand what your intentions are, your needs are, any boundaries and what you most desire. And I would boil it down to the three top things, right? I know there's a whole list that we can all create, but what are the top three things that you want to bring awareness to and also share with your partner? And that is really important for you to have held in this relationship. Number two, you then want to become aware of any fears about being in a relationship that you have. Oh my gosh, this is so important because unless we actually address those fears within ourselves, we will avoid being in the relationship and you'll probably give other excuses like I don't wanna be in a relationship because they're doing this or I'm just not sure and you'll lie to yourself and you do this because you're avoiding the deeper reasons that you're ignoring. So it's always about going into the eye of the storm honoring what the truth is, just expressing it. It doesn't make you bad or good or wrong or right. It's simply noticing, hey, this is a fear that I have and I just want to express it. And then by doing that, you create so much more space for yourself not to react from the fear, but instead just to be aware when the fear does come up and you can breathe into it, you can express that this is something that you're thinking right now and that it's making you feel fear. And then it allows you to then act from a place of consciousness that isn't from a place of responding to your uh, pain body or your emotional wound. So here are some examples you might, and this is a very common one, you might fear what you lose by not being single. So you could fear a loss of independence, a loss of freedom. It's not always logical. So this is where really talking to your mind and your body, as well as your intuition slash your inner voice is can be really helpful. Like what is the mind most afraid about when it comes to entering into a relationship? Find out, don't be scared to ask the question. Actually, you want to have answers to this. And what comes up for the body? What is the body scared of as you think about entering into this relationship? Bring that awareness and get the answers out of you. Now, the inner voice is unlikely to have any fears. Possibly it might have some implications information it wants to share with you. So also you can ask your inner voice and it might give you insights on what is coming up for the mind or what is coming up for the body as well. So the question that you can ask here to get this information out of you is, do I have any fears about what I will lose by being in a relationship? Now they might be specific to being in a relationship Uh, entirely or about the person that you're thinking of. And it doesn't matter what they are. It could be about how you behave when you're in a relationship and you're afraid that that's going to come up again. You might be afraid that your past relationship patterns and ways of relating with each other will come up again. You might be afraid that your childhood wounds will be triggered. Doesn't matter what it is, bring it up and out of you and then highlight whatever the top three are. The third step is to then have a conscious conversation with your partner to discuss the above from each point, each of your point of view. So the first two steps are done entirely alone. This is time simply with yourself in contemplation and connection. Notice that we're practicing connection with ourselves before we even get to our partner. And because of that connection with ourselves, we set ourselves up for connection with our partner. So the third step is then to have a conscious communication and conversation with your partner where you share what you've learned. Now You don't have to share all of the things that come up. You might just want to speak to those top three, the top three fears and the top three needs, desires or intentions that you have for a relationship. And so you want to let your partner know that this is a conversation that you would like to have. You can explain why it's necessary to have it so that we can both be really clear on what we want to create together and whether we are aligned in that. And you can also let them know to explore those first two steps within themselves first, okay? And then once you've both done that, you come together to simply express what you've learned. And this allows you both to connect more deeply with each other, to understand each other more. It doesn't matter what the intentions or the fears actually are. All that matters is that you're allowing each other to see them. Now, through this conversation, you will get more clarity on what you your intentions really are and and what your needs really are and what your and whether those fears are something that are legitimate or not. So you want to ask yourself ask each other what are your needs, intentions or desires in a relationship together and what are your fears about being in this relationship. And then what you can do is talk about and reflect on is there anywhere that I feel I just can't meet what the other person is really desiring and or even uh, I don't have the capacity to really address the fears that they're bringing to me. And you can talk about it together. You can talk about like what feels like too much of a stretch for each other, like what you're really not willing to tolerate even. And if that's an absolute no for either of you, then yay, you have that information and then you can decide from a conscious place whether you actually want to commit to this relationship or not. So the point of this conversation is to understand each other, to connect. It's not to commit. The commitment is something that happens in the next step. It's not happening at this step, but it is a prerequisite to the next step so that you can actually make a decision with consciousness. So after you've spoken about it, you don't need to come to any resolutions. You're just talking about it. You can both go away and think about it. You can even reflect on, okay, am I really willing to be in a relationship where that is their individual priorities and this is their fears that might keep coming up? And then- The fourth step is to decide to open the relationship consciously. So you're making a conscious decision here with the information that you've just gained from each other, from the connection with yourself and then the connection with each other. So now you want to ask yourself, do I want to commit to this relationship with what we have discussed in mind? And that's where you make the conscious decision to formally open the relationship. Would you like to commit to each other? Ask that to yourself first and then ask that to your partner. If you both answer yes, then we go to step five. Then in step number five, you set powerful intentions together for the relationship. So in step number four, we've committed to each other. And in step number five, we're now committing to specific intentions for the relationship. These intentions become your guidelines for the relationship. They become the structure, the safety, the support that holds both of you In the relationship, so you can both relax into it, so you can both then go with the flow as to how these intentions are then embodied. But you know what you're creating together, you know what you're co creating and collaborating on together, and they hold you in this relationship. So, these intentions might be a combination of each of your individual intentions, or you might have realized where there are powerful overlaps and they become the intentions that you want to focus on. You might have realized through the conversation you had in step three that there were other intentions that were even more important. It doesn't matter how many or how few intentions you have, what matters is that you set them together and that these become the guidelines for your relationship and something that you can keep keep uh, reflecting on and they draw you both higher. When you're in unconsciousness together, they become the thing that pulls you back into what you both intended to create together and they call you higher. Now, you can actually create an opening ritual or ceremony around this and I recommend you do that if that's something that you feel excited by. This is something that I do and I teach my clients and all it does is make it special and opens up a very specific moment in time where you have this beautiful intention setting ceremony together. This is something that I did and it's something that I continue to practice with my romantic partner and it gives us guidelines to work within. It gives us places to grow as a couple and it gives us safety when we stray because here's the thing, you will stray from your intentions from From time to time and that's okay because then you'll remember what your intentions are you'll both hold each other to those intentions and then you'll come back to that center place again it's really really important that relationships have this and this is how we create something powerful together it calls us higher it gives you safety which allows you to go deeper into love and to truly open up to what this relationship can experience Now, of course, with all five of these steps, there are tools that I have that can support you with these steps and that I practice with my clients. If you want to do that and you want to have extra support with any piece of this process, then I highly recommend you check out my Conscious Relationship Coaching Program. You can find the details at latisharange.com forward slash coaching and then follow the steps there to submit your application. And if you seem like a good fit, which I'm sure you will be after listening to this episode, I'll then come back to you with a time for us to have a first coaching session together. This is absolutely free and it's the session that we both need to have so that you can experience what coaching is like with me and also know exactly what our work would be together. And so that I can then make a formal invitation to you based on what I learn about you from this session that we have together. So again, you can find all the information at letitiaringecom forward slash coaching. And in the meantime, these five steps are going to be more than enough to get you started. And I also recommend that if you haven't yet listened to the previous three episodes on the podcast, at least that you go back and listen to those to clean up anything that's spilling out from your experience from those previous phases as well. Now, I've also heard from so many of you about how the podcast has been supporting you so far within your relationships and how you've been noticing the areas for growth and what has actually been standing in your way that you weren't aware of before. And I'm so happy to continue these conversations with you all over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe or on TikTok at Letitia Ringe. And I'm very happy to also hear your questions because this will allow me to answer those in upcoming content that I create for you all. All right, my beautiful friends, I'm super excited for you all to have this amazing resource. And I look forward to hearing more about how this shows up for you and your amazing relationships. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Create A Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.